When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, I will tell you uh, right now the reason that I will never watch The Princess Bride is because when I – it started once I mentioned uh, during an improv show that I had not seen the film. Just just it came up in the show and the audience booed me. And that's sort of been the reaction that I've gotten from every single person when I've mentioned, oh, I've never seen this show. It's just pure hate. And I, one, want to fuel the hate. And two, there's no way that this movie could be as good as people say it is. You're making so many people in the blooper reel so angry Honestly, right now. good. Or honestly, this could be before the show. Casey good. could have put this before the I want, show. I want people to be mad before they even start listening. And here's the thing. Do at me. <laughs> Okay, so when we last... Oh, let's actually get the dice on the table. <laughs> oh, no. James, no. That one's too big. Well, yeah, it looks like we're going to have to use Star Wars dice today. Yeah. Oh, I know how to read those. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we'll <laughs> have to use Star Wars dice this week. I apologize. Uh, the other dice apparently are at home. No one will ever know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell them. I'm going to keep on saying it. Good. So when we last left off, uh, you uh, Gable had just descended a big staircase. Yes, um, we spent mm-hmm. an hour talking about how he got down a place. Mm-hmm. Some people took one way, other people took a different way. And that's the magic of storytelling, is yeah. that you get to explore both <laughs> options. Um, but <clears throat> you are in Bujanith. I, I will uh, remind you that you can uh that you're here to sell this feather weave you've Mm -hmm. got a ludicrous amount of feather weave not a lot of currency on you Mm -hmm. um you have a good amount of supplies on your ship but you don't have anything right now to buy hotel rooms for yourself you don't have anything to uh you know negotiate uh this place has a big kind of open air black market um so you've got options for that but really right now the world is your oyster where do you go? What do you do? Wait, didn't that... Yeah, there's somebody chasing you oh, right now, gotcha. too. <laughs> Wait, there's, what? There's a person right now who saw Jonnet and is running very quickly down the stairs after after him. Uh, is that the same person? That you passed on the stairways, yes. Are they, why are they going towards Jonnet? I don't think we established that. We, do, we, we, we did not. You don't know. What? But you just said... Yeah, they. All you know is that this person is running towards Jonathan. They oh. are pretty far up at this point, but they are descending those stairs quite, quite quickly. Gable, you leapt over the side of the staircase yes. to join up with the rest of the crew. Uh, we have no idea why anybody would be chasing Jonathan yet. That's what's happening. Oh, when the person starts coming up towards Jonathan, um, he's going to sort of recognize. Side note: uh, having those drawings. And having like a visual, like an actual, like for, sort of like canon version of like what John it looks like changes like 
a lot about what I think about him because in my mind he's just been like I, I love it but he's been like shorter in my head and so like seeing him stacked up against this it's nothing well um, I mean the, the, the side by side portrait there that's not exactly according to canon height because Gable would be so oh much oh, taller yeah, yeah, than it'd everybody. be very funny if it was just from like the chest. The chest down yeah. <laughs> That's more accurate. Anywho, Jonnet sees this person coming at him and immediately gets sort of panicked, uneasy. He starts to shuffle behind uh, the captain and, like, try and put distance between him. And then he's, like, looking around for something to, like, uh, he's, like, peeking uh, behind the captain. The person's still coming, hiding behind the captain. And now he's looking for somewhere to, like, jump behind because he's uh, very uneasy. Uh, Does anybody else see this person uh, coming at me right now? Oh, yes, they were on the stairs. Do something! We can go. Yes, let's go. Everybody, let's leave. Let's leave. Let's let's find a bar. It's a crowded marketplace, and that person is, like, several, like, flights of stairs above you, so you could definitely do that. Okay, let's go. Uh, I, I need to buy I need to buy uh, some uh, some bottles and to do that I need to sell some feather weaves. So let's find some place to sell the feather weave. Okay, all right, it's it's fine. Calm down. Are you all right? I, I, I'm I'm fine. I'm just they're still trying to make direct eye contact with me. Well, don't do it. I, it's it's entrancing. Uh, I, I I I agree. We we should m- m- make haste and move away from this place. How is the elevator? Fine, let's not talk about it. Okay. <laughs> okay, everyone is being extremely weird, and I'm just trying to have a good time. I think uh, I'm Dref and the captain start, like, purposefully moving through, um, like, cutting through the marketplace. I, I think you've got a, a big advantage on that. The captain, you know, is sort of unflinching and, and not uh, bowing to normal social cues of getting out of people's way. And that is kind of creating a path for the rest of you, sort of like a, a cow catcher on the front of a train just pushing away the crowds. Who knows the city out of all of us? I believe you might have been there before, yeah. So does it make sense for... Travis to be like leading us around, or we just sort of yeah. Fly, Travis, like... do you you want to take like what you you guys can go anywhere? Um, it's it's not difficult to find this public black market because that's kind of the point of sure. this city. There are a lot more people out and about than normal because this this festival this tournament is is in town. So would I have any contacts here that might be able to help us unload some feather weave? Absolutely, you you might have some contacts. Okay, uh, do you want to make a roll for it? Sure. Or do you want to just pull a luminary? Oh, gotta pull a luminary. Mm-hmm. You gotta. The less, the fewer dice I roll, the better, honestly. So these are Star Wars luminaries? Yeah, these are Star Wars luminaries that we have to use. Hmm. Oh, you pulled the farm boy. Okay, this is about new They're beginnings, self discovery. <laughs> luminary beings, are we? Am I right? <laughs> you pulled homosexual robot butler. <laughs> <laughs> Which this one, is about right? cowardice and propriety. <laughs> <laughs> Posh oh, society. Fun, the butcher. Ooh. Oh my god. No. Okay. So you know a bad, nasty man. Unsurprising. Um, yeah. Uh, so the, the, you know, this is a city that that sort of openly embraces things that are outside the the common law. It's kind of this. The more I think of it, horrible libertarian paradise city. <laughs> Because um, it's, it's just ruled over by a supremely wealthy family that because they are unaffected by laws being broken, fully embraces that in society. I'm going to drink raw milk. Um, so I'm going to drive without my seatbelt. I, I think this person that you know does some bad stuff. Like like they, they might be an assassin. They could be a person who cleans up after uh, murders. Um, you know, who, who, who is this person and how long ago did you know them? Are they an assassin or a janitor? <laughs> yeah. All janitors are bad. Like a cool janitor. Deadly janitor. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Shaft. <laughs> Maybe they're, they're sort of involved in... They don't kill people, mm-hmm. but they get people to kill people to sort of help keep a broker. The, yeah, like, yeah, I guess that like if someone if someone in power wants to eliminate someone, mm-hmm. they will go to this person who will find someone to kill. They're they're like a middleman to keep 
the person who wants to get someone killed enough steps away from the person doing the killing where there's like plausible deniability. In, in Shadowrun, we would call this a Mr. Johnson. Okay. So yeah, yeah. You, you, the, this person is g- acting as a go-between. And I assume when you say they, they find someone to kill people, they go out and bully a random person until that Ugh. person commits a murder. Mm. Uh, <laughs> why did you kill this guy? You fucking idiot. Uh, 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 I will. <laughs> uh, I guess so. I mean, that would work on Dref, probably. And yeah. they get paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do I mean, get paid. They just get bullied first. Uh, Johnny, where in the city is this person? Like, where do you find them? I think that they they run some sort of shop th- as a front, some sort of semi-legitimate business. Maybe uh, maybe a, a bookstore. Okay. <laughs> I, this is unintentional, but perhaps this man is known by people as the librarian. Okay. Mm. He right. runs a bookstore? Are you familiar with what a librarian does? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> perhaps the bookkeeper? No, it's probably librarian, right? <laughs> librarian sounds a lot cooler. It is. Yeah. So, so we pull up in out- French, the word, the word for bookstore is library. Huh. Boo. What's, yep. what's <laughs> the word for library? Bibliotech. Really? Mm-hmm. Romance languages is the same. Romance languages is the same. Uh, so we we pull up in front of this shop. Uh, the city streets here are much less congested. Uh, this is very clearly a worse part of town. Uh, there is trash strewn about, a, a, a backed up sewer nearby. Everything uh, feels darker about this place. The, the city is right now decked out for this tournament uh, that is coming to town uh, that I'm sure you will learn about if you talk to an NPC at all. Um, but the quick version of that means there are flowers all over the city. Um, and this area of the city, those flowers are dead and rotten. Mm, Um, or, or, you know, they are like the, the third pick flowers that would be at the flower market. There's still like some cheer there, but like a lot of crushed petals, a lot of like hanging, uh, heads of flowers. It's just not very good looking. And the shop is called uh, uh, the bibliotheque. Uh, so it's got it's got this like cool scrawl that's like kind of faded on the front of it, and very dusty windows full of old books stacked up. And there is a human skeleton that is sitting amongst those books. Mm. Travis, shouldn't we be going to the market? Or that's. No, 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 no. I have a dear friend who can help us unload some of our cargo, and then we can shop to our heart's content. I suppose, but will they give us a decent rate? What? Of course. I said a good friend. This is a bookstore. How do you know this person? Oh, I know people. We all know people. <laughs> well, great. Who do you know? I know you. Perfect, and I know this person, and they will surely help us unload some feather weave. Okay. All right, yeah. Uh, Travis walks up to the counter and rings the bell. Mm -hmm. Ding! Uh, I think a cat, like, jumps down, like, very suddenly (laughs) off of a high shelf. Now, let me ask you, is this cat alive or dead? This is a living cat. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then darts uh, to, like, another spot in, in this shop. Um, and a unassuming looking person, uh, pro- like a man probably in his later forties, uh, who is balding and, you know, has a lot of wrinkles on his forehead and little like teeny tiny round glasses, uh, sitting on his face, uh, walks out from behind the counter. Well, 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 Travis Matago. Or was that your name at that time? Ooh, how long ago do you think I was here? That's up to you, my dude. Well, 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 Bam Margera. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he he had a different name, but boy. If it isn't (laughs) Steve-O. We man. Johnny Knoxville. (laughs) Rob himself. (laughs) Brad Pitt that one time. (laughs) Well, 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 if it isn't Nachos Belgrande. <laughs> Please let me be in charge of your names. <laughs> oh, if it isn't $5 foot long. 
It is in junior bacon cheese. <laughs> As I live and breathe, the McDLT. <laughs> well, 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 the McRib is back. <laughs> please, please, God, it's please. unseasonably early. <laughs> Trevor McRib. <laughs> okay, that's it. Trevor McRib. Yeah, sure. Who gives a shit? <laughs> please let your name have been Trevor McRib. Do it for me, Johnny. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> don't make me do this if please, you don't want please. to do this. Oh, I want he's, it. he's got enough fake names. James just stepped up to the plate and just, <laughs> just couldn't do it. <laughs> I'll uh, if you if you do not want to say the name Trevor McRib, no, no, it's too. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the name Trevor McRib. We have spent so much time just like doing the mental math dance. Can we say Trevor McRib? (laughs) Will we lose all the listeners? The FCC. Oh. I thought it would be years before I saw Trevor McRib cross that threshold again. Well, I'm here and. I would say it has been years. At least. Are you not happy to see me? I'm happy to see you. Well, after the last job that you pulled, I'm not sure. Look, (laughs) a job's a job, and sometimes jobs turn. But sometimes they don't, and that's why I'm here. Better be good, Trevor. Well, why don't you take a look at this? Do we have any on us? I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, you, you yeah. can have what? Oh, I think I, I was actually wearing some. Yeah. But also, Jonathan has some too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a look at this. And he takes off the cravat and hands it over. The librarian, like, scoots his little bifocals up on his nose and, like, looks it over. Uh, he, he pulls on this fabric for a little bit, lets it fall to the desk, and his eyebrows go up a little bit, and he pulls a lighter out of his uh, pocket, lights it up, and holds the fabric near the lighter. And it, of course, starts to very quickly rise into the air. Well, it's authentic. <laughs> would you expect any less? I would expect you to come through the door and try and sell me fake feather weave. Yes. Travis. But I didn't. Travis. Oh, is it Travis now? <laughs> uh, no, no, that's... What he has been going, he's testing out a new n- nickname, but tr- Trevor is a, a close Trevor McRib. Our yeah. friend Trevor here has gone by at least three or four names in the time that I've known him, and I appreciate you giving me an accurate name to use. I, I don't want to blow up your spot. <laughs> Thank you. And who's to say how many names any one of us has had, you know? I just... Well, that's true. Uh, Dref kind of slowly moves even further behind Orimar at that. (laughs) Mm. Dref, are you okay? Where are you going? And uh, he, like, this man, like, sort of looks over the party that you're here with for the first time. Oh, my. What are you doing these days? Well, I'm trying to unload quite a bit of feather weave. And beyond that, just... Going wherever the wind takes me. Really? Well, I'll tell you what. You're you're trying to sell feather weave. Do you, do you have any idea how much feather weave? And I can tell you now, y'all have eighteen hundred yards of feather weave. Do we wow. want to? Do we want to sell all of it? Maybe, should we should keep yes. some. Yeah, keep some. Of Just it. in yeah, case repairs. for repairs. Yeah. How much do we want to keep? That's like so much. That's, That's so lot. much fucking fabric. Uh, eighteen hundred. Adrian, eighteen hundred yards. We'll probably um, unload like. Maybe just half. No, 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 no. We do I'd not say, need. Let's get rid of. We do not need. I was yeah. going to say fifteen hundred. Yeah. We have about fifteen hundred yards of feather weave that we would like to unload. Good heavens! What did you do? We got fifteen hundred yards of feather weave. <laughs> I am aware. I have never heard of feather weave in that quantity anywhere. I would tell you to ask the crew of the civility but i don't know that you'll be able to find them trevor you 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 can't be serious can i then this is and he looks over to the captain this is oromar vale oromar winks <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm afraid i can't help you but i do know someone who could and I am only going to charge a small finder's fee. What? You haven't 
done anything. anything. I'm going to connect you to the one person in the city who can effectively move that amount of weave. How how do you know that only one person can do it? We thought you could do it and you can't even do it. I don't even know who you are. We're all friends here. Let's We could just just go to the market. You 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 can just go to the market. A market full of thieves and, and killers and pirate hunters and red feather soldiers and worse the second it, the word gets out that anyone has feather weave in that quantity the city is going to become a hunting ground and thanks to Iorpiora, some of the most dangerous people from all over the world are going to be here to watch a show and i can guarantee you they will take some time away from their busy schedule to hunt down some rich nobodies even if they happen to be traveling with Oromar Vale. But if you were to go and get in contact with the broker, a personal friend of mine, uh, your wealth could be put under their personal charge and security. They would be able to find access to the highest level bidders imaginable, and you'd make a pretty penny. Not to mention a good 1% finder's fee for your good friend, the librarian. You are welcome to go it alone. I would not want to get involved in that. I've made far too many enemies who would jump at the chance to have me killed. But uh, I advise you against it. I can set up this meeting for you. Definitely, though. Definitely. Good friends, huh? You two are good friends. I've performed more than one job in this person's name. Uh, when you get to uh, the level of society that uh, that the broker has reached, uh, you need more than one bit of refuse taken out. Mm. P- pay, pay the man his fee and let us be done with this. It will be 1%. There, there's no upfront fee. And at this point, I, I, I don't even know that I can guarantee this meeting, but I will try my best, of course. Any friend of yours is certainly a friend of mine. Travis, mm-hmm. I want you to look at me. Do you oh, trust now? this man? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Can we trust this man? We can. I am right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, then leave. We're this is, talking about you. This is my job. <laughs> I would trust this man with my life. Oh. Okay. There is an oily smile that rolls across his face. Uh, uh, Travis reaches out a hand to shake. Um, and of course, the the librarian shakes back. Is there like any unique quality to the shake? Yeah, I would like to try and steal his watch. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's difficult at all. Okay. Um. So that yeah, that'll be an easy roll. What did we decide this was? Is this like a bad idea? Skullduggery. <laughs> and what, it was easy. Mm-hmm. Is that two? Easy's one, baby. Jeez, if I don't get this, I don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. No one deserves <laughs> it, things that aren't theft. <laughs> You're stealing from a person we're trying to make a deal with. Um, three, wow. th- three successes and a threat. I don't know how to use any of these dice anymore. Three successes and one threat. They're basically the same. <laughs> um, they are the same. Well, he goes into the back and and pulls out a like a cage with a raven inside it. Like he he unveils this <clears throat> raven. The bird looks around the room and squawks a bit as he writes something small and attaches it to a scroll on the bird's leg. And within a couple seconds, it's out the window, flying above the city. I should have an answer for you soon. In the meantime, I suggest you and your friends try and keep a low profile. Like I said, the city is crawling with pirate hunters. And while the civic guards will not allow them to fire upon your ship, they're not going to bat an eye if they drag some people off the street and put them into the holds of their ship. Noted. Thank you, as always, for your time, my good friend. Of course. Is there anything else I can offer you? Uh, uh, any? You guys have any like uh, hoods or anything like that? Something to put our put my head in? He smiles, and we smash cut to you in something ridiculous. What? What is? What does it look like? Um, I I assume it's got like a lot of like 
Like it's it's a hood, but attached to it, it's got like long threads with like beads in front of it. So it's like very unnecessary. And John, it's still rocking kind of like the uh, yeah, the this... relaxed hair. So everything on him is just dangling and jangling, and he's making a lot of noise, even though he's trying to be very just, very you know, loud, dripping yeah. a lot. <laughs> So where you, are we going? Yeah, you, you're where waiting you on a potential meeting right now. Um, you don't have any money. Um, is I don't there? Have do, any do we? Money. Do we just want to cut into the future, or is there anything else that you'd like to do before meeting up with this broker? Maybe. I guess uh, as this is all happening, uh, Jonnet is still kind of like looking back and looking around and making sure that his uh, pursuer. pursuer is uh, is gone, and he doesn't necessarily like see him. So I guess in this moment, Jonnet is feeling a bit more relaxed. I want to catch up and talk about what you, happened to everyone on the elevator and the duty met. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. What do we remember about the man? Is he like a threat? What is his whole deal? Well, uh, I think he thinks he's a threat, but I certainly don't. I mean, I th- I thought of him as kind of threatening. So I don't think it's a necessarily a good idea that the first moment we stepped down with the city, we met with someone who's at the the top of the military, I suppose. And let's let's just promise ourselves to keep a fairly low profile. Oh yeah, you don't have to tell me twice. Oh, this is so upsetting. Hmm? This watch doesn't even work. Did what? you? You stole his watch? Travis. Of course I stole his He's watch. helping us out. And in more ways than one. I mean, oh, It doesn't of... even work. It was barely stealing. That's, that's not true. That means that it, there's a better chance of it having some sort of, like, sentimental value. If there's one thing I know about the librarian, it's that he's not sentimental. All right, but if he increases his finder's fee, all right, that's, that's, that's your fault. It's potentially also a decoy watch. <gasps> you got God. Oh, it might be you should a bomb. Uh, you should ditch that uh, at the f- first uh, opportunity. And I advise you um, not to steal any more while we're in this city. Okay, if there are two things I know about the librarian, it's that he is not sentimental and he's not smart enough to make a decoy watch. You, you're making a lot of assumptions about someone you haven't seen in quite some time. You can't get smarter. Low, <laughs> low pro- profiles aside... People already recognize Oromar. The librarian recognized Oromar. We need to make sure that we're staying out of the spotlight as much as possible. Exactly. Well, good thing none of us is seven feet tall. Hey, (laughs) which one of us is? (laughs) Oh, that's me. I don't know that you're the one to be throwing stones, Trevor McRib. <laughs> Good lord, is that the, your first draft of a name? Well, no, it was. I was in a pinch and I needed a new name very quickly, and I just needed a new name very quickly. I don't know how many how many aliases do you think are out there floating around the world around you? <laughs> Who's to say? And you. You're the one making these names. You're the ones telling these people. You're the one choosing to to lie to all these people. Well, sometimes the lie is a little easier to swallow than the truth. That doesn't change. How many? I don't know. Oh, gosh. What? That's that's hard to keep track. Is that Frosty McFlurry? <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot that man. <laughs> I kill that man. <laughs> Def- definite brand confusion in that name. <laughs> well, that's why I didn't use that one very well. <laughs> Hey, Jimmy boy, what's happening? It's Casey, uh, Tony, you know, the editor of Campaign and Neoscom and uh, other ventures such as Liz Anderson's upcoming Paired podcast. And uh, yeah, so uh, I, I got your message. Thank you for sending all that along. Really appreciate it. And uh, just so uh, uh, happy to hear you're, you're going on a trip and then you got a little honeymoon after that. It sounds great. It sounds like a ton of fun. And, and I really appreciate you extending the offer to, to, to fill in for the interludes for this episode and next. But um, 
you know, it's it's not it's not really a good time for me uh, right now. I'm at a actually at a party at Chris's, you know which one, and uh, he didn't have to be on set today, and he wanted to show a few of us the new place he has, you know, the one down the street from the other place he has, and, you know, we go there, we check it out. One thing leads to another, champagne tower, eyes wide shut masks, key bowl, etc., etc. Anyway, uh, it's it's just, <laughs> there's a lot going on. Uh, so, But seriously, thank you, I, I appreciate it. And uh, it, it's just so great now that the one-shot Patreon reached 8,500 a month and, and we could go to a weekly campaign schedule. That's, that's great to hear, you know, I, I love to have... Uh, more work on the show and uh, uh, hear more of those <laughs> fun adventures. But it's just that, you know, every other week I'm usually in the hills or the bay or uh, the island or the grotto, you know, something like that. And uh, so it's just, it's really tough for me right now. I, I You know I love the Patreon backers, okay? I want to be able to thank them. Some of them are my closest and dearest friends. I mean, look, Zach Petit, yes, absolutely. Caitlin Tweed, we had avocado toast at Bichelle yesterday. Look, Brian Kurtz, I mean, come on, he was the officiate at my second wedding, okay? Vincent Hilton, we call the guy the tiger, all right? Adam Stricker literally has never not offered me a piece of gum. Rochelle Dube or Dubé? You know, honestly, I don't even know. I've never even said her last name out loud because the first time I met her, she said to me, first name basis only. And we had, honestly, one of the most understanding, empathetic hugs I've ever had in my life. We cried together for an hour. It's great. These are my best friends. Cat V. We played a two-hour set at the Victor on my birthday. I don't do that with just anybody, okay? And I know you're thinking, hey, he can't love all of them. What about Glendon Davis Harden? That's his rival. Yes, Glendon is my rival, but I also respect him more than I respect anybody else, okay? It's called a tsundere. I'm not choosing to do this. You think I would leave Matt Shives out of the running? Who was the only person holding my hand during my vasectomy? And who was the only person holding my hand when they undid my vasectomy? James. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little worked up. I, um, I just saw LeThink Tank, you know, LeThink Tank. I saw a photo of them on TMZ hanging out with Chris, other Chris, on one of his days offset, and, uh... I got some real FOMO there, but only because I love them so much, and I'm so grateful that they're a Patreon of the one-shot Patreon, okay? Oh, God. And now I'm just thinking about Ben Holliston. I haven't seen him since we sat next to each other at the SAG Awards. I, I, I mean, these are good people. You think I would just go out of my way to not thank Morgan Audrey Tupper of the New Hampshire Tuppers? who somehow, despite being exorbitantly wealthy, still manages to be incredibly down-to-earth and relatable and sympathetic? No. Okay, James, look, it's not you, it's me. I'm just, I've got too many irons in the fire, you know? i got too many keys in the bowl. And look, I'm so happy for your honeymoon, but you're telling me you don't have a microphone on your cell phone? If you didn't want to do it, just be honest with me. But if you had time to text me and ask, then you had time to do it, okay? I don't want this to uh, affect our relationship in any way, but uh, I really think I need my space for a bit. So um, I will edit the next episode, but I will not do the interlude for it nor will I do the interlude for this episode. I may leave you another message, but I swear to God, if you in any way use that as the interlude, I will kill you. And that is a threat. That is an honest-to-God threat. You know Chris's bodyguard? Other other Chris's bodyguard, the former hitman? Yeah, I was sitting next to him eating foie gras four minutes ago. 
but I know it's not going to come to that. So on your honeymoon, record that interlude, have a good time, and I will see you in a couple weeks. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Other, other, other Chris is just making the funniest face right now. You crack me up. You crack me up. Yes. You, oh, don't get other, 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 other Chris involved. Okay, James, I really got to go. Okay, they're putting on the masks. It's going to get weird. Bye-bye. <laughs>
that would require me and probably any other hotel in the city uh, to kick out current residents. A thing that I'm not opposed to doing. Wonderful. It would take some hefty <laughs> coin to do it. Well, uh... Wait, wait, I wait, can... wait, wait, wait a second. Why are we securing lodging for the crew? Yes. They're independent contractors at best. <laughs> we pay them a wage, and then they go and secure their own lodging. Are not according to our contracts. <laughs> <laughs> um, most are held as prisoners, <laughs> but we'd still yes. guarantee them lodging. It's it's sort of yes. We we they can we sleep pay on their transportation. They can costs. sleep on the ship for free. That's, that's bucks. That's beds we already pay for. That's yeah. if they want extra beds, they can. Go find them. We Jeff, also this is... pay a per diem, all right? So yes. just go ahead and use that money for that. This is why you're the doctor and not the, um, whatever I am. Quartermaster. Thank also, you. Also, that means, I, oh, you're so bad at it. You're terrible at your job. Uh, now, <laughs> back to business. I can tell you right now, at this moment, we are not extremely liquid, but we have and no I can money. tell you at this moment we are not extremely vacant. Uh, Travis takes off his cravat and walks over to one of the lamps. But I can assure you, when we check out, we will pay in full. And he sort of wipes some of the dust off, and as he does, the heat from the lamp makes the fabric rise up. Health to the strangers who've ever been kind, and once for our friends ne'er to rise. Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind, who know we can never deny. The call of the sky to the strangers who've ever been kind, and once for our friends ne'er to rise. Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind, who know we can never deny. The call of the sky. Yes, you know how many close-up magicians come here waving around scarves trying to <laughs> get free lodging? How many? It's more than you'd hope. Oh my it's always you always meet more close-up magicians in your life than you'd hope. Yes. Oh, that's true. Silly me, we do have some coin. It was right behind your ear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, wait, wait. Do you, do you have any idea what's going on in this city? You, you look like a bunch of tourists. Hey, this fanny pack I bought for, with my own money. Why are you implying that tourists get other people yeah, to buy their fanny packs for them? Tourists steal fanny packs. That's what happens. It's Ayer Piora. What's that? The Tournament of Birds. What? I'm what? not familiar. Are you seriously in Bujanith without knowing that it's Ayer Piora? Did we come to a city during a convention? <laughs> Not a convention, sir. It is Iorpiora, the, the 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 tournament of birds. It's you it, keep saying that and not really explaining what it is. So the birds fighting other birds? Very close, very close. It, it, it starts with a race, and 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 then there is a show, a, a talent competition, and and a joust. Wow! Wow! Bird trainers from all over are going to gather in Bujanith, and the competition will, will take over the city. All the flowers that, that you see uh, adorning each door represent a different team that is going to be competing in Ayer, in Ayer Piora. Oh, Ayer Piora. I, I'm sorry. Your, your uh, accent must have just uh, been a little coarse to my ear. Uh, yes, of course, the accent that I clearly have. Of course, well, compared to mine, there's certainly some sort of difference. <laughs> of course we're here for Ayer Piora. We're, we're, we're trainers. Well, then you should have... Really? So, so you, a group of griffin trainers? Of course. We've got three beautiful griffins. This is true. Yeah, they're 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 on a ship. We're here to show our stuff. Oh, let me can can I perhaps meet with some other fellow trainers? I want to talk about perhaps the the fouling methods in the north versus the south, and how we can compare and contrast some trading of uh, 
uh, I have some new hardware that I want to show off. Well, you you should have no problem um, meeting up with fellow trainers at the Roost. It's a common bar. I I, I hear even Hildred Gastar drinks there. No. Hildred Gastar? Okay, I can tell by your condescending tone you have no idea who the three-time joust champion is. Of course I know who the three-time joust champion is. And who would that be? You couldn't even figure it out from context clues. <laughs> Travis, it's him. Hildred Gastar. <laughs> but uh, also, sir, uh, wouldn't you uh, like to, very much to uh, have your business house the crew that is going to be the winners of the Iorpiora? Uh, we, um, uh, one moment. Jonnet? What? No. He's, absolutely we, not. We need leverage to get the rooms, right? We can't enter this competition. We don't have to. Okay, okay. I just thought, I thought that that's what we were looking for rooms. Well, you've already put out the bait, so I guess we have to pull this fish rod up, don't we? The fish rod? Yes. <laughs> as much as I would love to house the future champions, I don't believe the people who just today found out about this competition are going to place very well. Oh, well, wow. then kick them out and let us stay in their rooms. Because we've known about this competition for a long time, and we came from very far away to participate. If you could give us some rooms and direct us where to enter, we would love that. Ah, it is, I think, in the spirit of the hospitality that my city is famous for, that I invite you all to get the hell out of my establishment. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. I'll thank you very much, sir. Bye. We'll race you for it. Are you... A trainer yourself? No, I'm a 50-year-old man with bad knees. Well, you don't need to use your knees when you're racing on a bird. How are your bird's knees? knees? I don't own a bird. I own a bad motel that is likely to burn down. Very likely to burn down. (laughs) And you are desperate to stay in it. (laughs) I would say it's becoming more and more likely to burn down. The more you don't give us the rooms that we're asking for. <laughs> Do you have any idea how many people threaten me? How many close-up magicians <laughs> uh, come I, through that door? Uh, I command uh, Oromar, um using divine mm. magic to oh, uh, dice, grab yeah. this guy and slam his head onto the counter. <laughs> Holy shit. Hell yeah, 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 yeah. What's the, uh, what's the, this is basically just like an attack command. I, I think this is average. I think you also get a blue because he's got bad knees. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's try it. Oh, God, no. That is that is a failure and uh, two advantages. So I wow. think um, you go to do it, and Jonnet, you feel uh, pressure against your temple as a bouncer-type woman uh, is holding a musket to your head. Now, now... I think we've all learned a great deal today about our wonderful city and the many amenities that we have. And I am sure you would love to stay in our establishment as many filthy Corsairs have in their past. Excuse me. But... Filthy? That's accurate. (laughs) That's true. Never mind. Yeah, in that wig, absolutely filthy. (laughs) (laughs) But I am afraid there is no room, and we would not be the type of establishment that we are if we couldn't handle ourselves when people decided to get aggressive. If I see you cross this door again, I'll kill all of you. The only thing you'll see us cross is the finish line first. Well, I will thank you for the good chuckle, but uh, I wish you the best of luck. We both do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, can you please uh, return that gun to your pocket or your holster, please? As soon as your, as soon as your employers leave <laughs> my establishment. Well, uh. I've only got one more question on our way out. Travis uh, reaches into his jacket and uh, says, 
is this your card? And then he just pulls out his hand and gives him a rude gesture, whatever that may be. <laughs> All right, thank you. I'm so sorry. I really apologize. There's a gun to my Look head. Let's, let's get this out of here. Scotty So we return once again to the long line of potential applicants for the Uhuru crew, and we have someone emerge uh, wearing a high-collar jacket and a large-brimmed hat. Uh, they move over to the table of applicants. They, they slap down another resume and headshot, and they sit on the stool awaiting to be evaluated. Hey! Uh, hey, uh, go ahead and... Um... I'm sorry, there's a little bit of a, a smudge over your name. Uh, Please can... slate? Yeah, that's uh, Jim S- Smithy. How many S's in that? Uh, okay. Just the six. Uh, do, you want to, do you want to take some more time to come up with a different fake name, or are we fine with Jim Smithy? I don't think this one will be very long. I'm fine to go with it. Okay, Jim let's... Smithy is good for that's me. Fine. I mean, just so we know, you're applying to be part of a pirate crew. Everyone uses fake names. Mm-hmm. It's... Totally okay that you do use a, 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 a fake name, but usually people who come in with a, maybe a modicum of preparedness where they... I, I figure we're going to transfer into uh, Noms de Guerre so quick that sure. it really doesn't Absolutely. matter where, where I start. Okay, so you're, you're fine with a base Jim Smithy? Yeah. yeah, and you were waiting in the lobby for, I think, 45 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. You had a lot of time to You didn't think, think of... that this would come up? I, you know, I really actually thought name would be the last thing that you would really care about since we're all going to use fake names. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it is the first thing on your resume. Yeah, it's right it's just weird, you know? Like, okay, let's do this little thought experiment. When you woke up this morning, what was the th- name that you had? Uh, the na- but, Wait, are you trying to trick me into yes. giving you my real name? Well, no, just trying to get you to come up with like the idea that you could say a name with uh, confidence. Uh, I'll be honest, when I got up this morning, um, I was not planning on applying for this pirate crew. Oh, so you don't care about this Halfway through the day, I committed a crime. And, you know, all of a sudden, normal Uh streams of income dried up. I had nowhere else to go. Mm -hmm. And here I am hoping that you will take me away from from this trouble. uh, And in exchange, I'll sort of work on and, your crew. And, and when you when you say halfway through the day, it's 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> so did you wake up incredibly early or did you... Is this... As, or have you just been up? Have you yeah, been your up? eyes are kind of bloodshot. Okay, going to be honest with you, going to be honest with you, normally uh, I, okay. I uh, don't work that hard. Uh, oh, great. Okay, excellent. Wow. You're at a job interview. This, no, but this uh, is... Hold on. Yes, you at a job interview. And I'm I'm being honest with you. I'm being honest That's with you. That's a big mistake. I get, I get to work. I get to work around 8. I, I'm, I'm supposed to... PM. I'm supposed to work 8 to 5. Okay. You have a job currently. Yes. Okay. And then I take a nap before lunch. And then okay. after yes. lunch, you know how after you eat lunch, you're just not as productive. You're kind no. of checked out. No, I've, I'm very productive at all times. I'm very good at my it's job. A bad example. Okay, no one yeah, believes that. No oh. one believes that. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Look, again, big red flag insulting the person who's conducting the job interview. Uh, Why, hey, buddy, do you want to leave? Do you, <laughs> Why are you here? You do can you just stow away. It sounds like you have a job that lets you take lunch naps. Do you take stowaways? Do you take unpaid that's, stowaways? That's not took, how it works. If we took a stowaway, would they be would a just stowaway, be a passenger. Yes. I mean, great. Good. Well, I want. I want whatever okay. gets me away from here. I committed a crime. Describe the nature of your crime. Yeah. What did you do? It's financial. Oh, oh collar. Boring. You, you committed a financial crime, and now you're applying to be a passenger. You must not have done a very good job at the crime, or else you. No, I here. was caught. I will admit that openly to no, you. Normally, if Wait a you... minute, you're pirates. Yeah, Why are look... you moralizing to no, me? If you're We're a passenger looking... on a ship, you normally pay to be a passenger on the ship. You're applying to be a free passenger. <laughs> That's not a real thing. And we're looking for people who are good at crimes. Yeah, we're not yes. trying to incur more debt of person. All right, you got you got to like 
You, you be beneficial to us. Showed up to this Fuck interview up. with a fake name, <laughs> insulting your interviewers, saying that you are lazy and bad at crime. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this a huge departure from the people that you've interviewed so far? Yes, yes. Sam is a good man. <laughs> they all at least had the the respect for themselves and us to lie. Yes. You came in here claiming to be honest, which is the opposite of anything we would want on this ship. I will do the work of any three people on your ship. Why are you wearing a hat inside? <laughs> we're outside. <laughs> no, we're not. Great. Great. <laughs> we're inside now. <laughs> yes, and. Yes, and. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Fine. Let's. Drep, let's... why are you wearing that baby diaper? <laughs> And I, nothing else. I, Travis, you <laughs> shaved your hair? Yeah, you guys are coming Not at me for head. being unprofessional. <laughs> All right, I would, I would, let's, let's do a, 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 a hard reset, as it were. Uh, why do you want to work aboard the Ahuru? Um, I have no place else to go. Great. Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So no one else will take you? Uh, well, all of the work around here is legitimate work. Mm. You guys are criminals, and mm. I, now being a fugitive, sure. you could make your own opportunities. I mean, crime sort of just happens, you know? Yes, that's what the bumper sticker says. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I guess. Uh from the coat emerges uh, the end of a revolver. Which end? Give me your money. Which end? Which end? <laughs> you're, you're pointing that gun at yourself. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, that, yes. Very All right, good. Yeah. Uh, I guess put your valuables on the table. All right. I roll for initiative. <laughs> uh, Dref puts his valuables on the table. All right, uh, the, the person in the trench coat wobbles over and grabs those valuables. Why are you then... so wobbly? <laughs> Take off your coat. Because everybody who applied for this, everybody who submitted to apply for this was part of the same joke. And I'm going to honor that no matter what. Okay. Uh, 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 Gable takes out their gun. Ah! Gable has three guns. Take off your coat. The coat falls down and then three lizards just sort of melt onto the floor. This is the second time! This is the second trench coat one! In multiple directions. And that's it. We can't! You're You're hired. hired. (laughs) Great, look forward to those three lizards. Scotty Jacks. Design Doc started as a podcast about designing a role-playing game. Over the years, it's turned into so much more. It's a show about the challenges of burnout, making money from creative projects, and what goes into bringing a game to life. Come along with Hannah and Evan in a living documentation of the game design process. One review described it as the audio equivalent of taking a hike with a good friend. You can search for Design Doc on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Campaign Skyjax is a one-shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter at, at @campaignpod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. You can find more great gaming shows over at oneshotpodcast.com. Jonnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter at Tyler A. Dave, on Mainstage with Second City, or at IO with Devil's Daughter. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at Liz Anderson underscore underscore underscore, or at Comedy Sports Chicago with the One Woman No Show. Travis Matigo was played by Johnny O'Mara, who can be found on Twitter at Johnny and Briefs, or on his podcast, Dilettante Ball. Dref Wormwood was played by John Patrick Cohen, who can be found on Twitter at JPSoFly, on stage at IO with Devil's Daughter, or on his podcast, Hey Riddle Riddle. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG or on my other podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this production was composed and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find Arnie on Twitter at A-R-N-E-P-A-R-R-O-T-T. And you can find more of his work at ATPTunes.com. This episode was edited by Casey Tony, who can be found on Twitter at Casey Pony, spelled C-A-S-E-Y-P-O-N-E-Y, or on his own podcast, Neoscum. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Fiona Pup. The World of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and the card game Illimat, property of Together Studios. The role-playing game used for this production is a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system published by Fantasy Flight Games. 
There are no kings. Take flight, heroes. Health to the strangers who've ever been kind, and once for our friends near to rise. Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind, who know we can never deny the call of the sky. JBC. Um, uh, this is uh, um, uh, the cadence uh, that I'll be um, using for um, Dref uh, Wormwood. Uh, this is an exciting um, episode because um, there is uh, um, lots to do in the new city that we're in. Uh, one of my um, brothers is here. And as we all know, canonically, I want to fuck my brother. <laughs>